All right. Well, now we are moving on to a whole new chapter of the franchise five years later and a bunch of different ideas being thrown around later. The Weinsteins, yes, those nasty motherfuckers, bought out Dimension Films, which owned the Halloween, the rights to the Halloween franchise for H2O and Resurrection. And at first, there was ideas about having Michael Myers do a versus movie against Pinhead from Hellraiser because they were like, well, Freddy is going to fight Jason. Let's have Michael fight someone. And I think it would make Why? sense to have him fight a Cenobite. And they were it, there was an idea about getting it where uh the reason Michael is so evil is because he oh, he solved the puzzle box and it released this evil and that was the evil that takes over him and stuff like that it was a it was a mess there was a lot of stuff going around and to the point where the Weinsteins hired Rob Zombie to take over directing he wrote the movie uh, he was actually a music supervisor on the movie as well, because of course you that's don't kind say. of yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they just they he, he pretty much they were just like we want you to remake the original Halloween, and so he states Rob Zombie states that he went to John Carpenter kind of to get his blessing, or to pretty much tell him what he was doing. I don't think he was getting his blessing because I think regardless. This movie was getting made regardless of John Carpenter was on board for it or not. And John Carpenter supposedly told Zombie to make it his own. And that's where I'm going to start with my problem with the reception of this movie. First off, yes, this movie is not great. <laughs> just right off the bat, right off the bat. There's just a lot of weird decisions made with this movie with the fact of like yes we get an origin story from michael which i think is a uh, a decision that is very torn with fans uh, i have always been an advocate for like i i think it's pretty cool to kind of see some of the uh, where michael comes from but the way that zombie kind of put it on screen was kind of like hey You've read a, a book about a serial killer, right? You've you've seen documentaries about serial killers, right? Well, that's how Michael Myers becomes who he is. He's just a generic serial killer because that's what he is. And after my and so, like I stated, I I rewatched every single one of these movies over the last two weeks before we recorded this. And is that a dig? Is that a dig? No. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, I, well, I did. I did say at the beginning <laughs> of the episode that you guys didn't follow the instructions. So almost all of them. We just didn't get these two. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they didn't want to watch these. these. They didn't want I'd, to. <laughs> okay, I, I, I will say this. I, I just so we. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I, I dropped the ball. I will take responsibility. But I will also state this: not a big fan of zombie stuff. Not even his music. And what I have seen of his movies, I don't like his movies either. I think they're just yeah. hateful. And I, I mean, which is fine. I mean, you need that a little bit in movie, but they just seem hateful. And then it's all trailer trash, people. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And I don't care for his dialogue. Either. So I love, I, I I love the Devil's Rejects. It's like, it's a, a movie I watched a lot going through like middle school and high school. And I I think the characters in that movie, and the dialogue that Zombie uses, it fits for those characters because those characters are just dirty, disgusting human beings. And yes, Michael Myers is a serial killer. 
But do you really need to make his family the most detestable fucking people on the planet to the point where you don't feel bad when he literally slaughters every single one of them other than the mother and the oh, and his baby and his baby sister? Because you have let's go let's go through some of the uh so of course this was directed in and written by Rob Zombie, produced by Rob Zombie. Uh it stars Malcolm McDowell, who plays Loomis. We have Sherry Moon Zombie. He certainly does. He, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Sherry Moon Zombie, who plays the mother. I, I can't remember what her name was. Is it? It's Myers. I can't remember what her first name is. Uh, is that Rob Zombie's wife? She's in like all his shit. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, Taylor Maine, who plays Michael, which to be honest, other than there's a couple other actors in this movie that I actually really enjoy and I think are better versions of the character than we see in the original Halloween. And we'll get to those, but I think Taylor May does a great job as Michael Myers. I think his his size and his stature and just how physical he is. I think it was it was a really cool version of yeah. Michael that we had never I seen he, before. He's very imposing on the screen, yes. which is great, which yeah. is way better than the shit we talked about in H two O. Yeah, which was a, one of my huge complaints with that film. So this is they fixed that in this movie. We have Scout Taylor Compton who plays uh, Laurie Strode. Uh, another person who, after my most recent rewatches, I actually really like her, Laurie Strode. I really like her. Listen, this movie comes out in 2007, and you listen to some of the... Listen, the dialogue in the beginning of this movie is detestable. It's fucking horrible. And I'm going to shout out William Forsythe, who is, one, a great actor, but two, he is so good at playing terrible characters. Just detestable human beings. And his character of Mrs. Meyer, Miss Myers, or whatever the fuck her name is, boyfriend Ronnie oh every time he opens his mouth I just wanted to go through the screen and just choke him out it was horrible the beginning of this movie is horrible just because of the dialogue choices in the way this family yeah. interacts with each other it's like oh get me out of here <laughs> so, I know I've seen this guy in something by the well, way. Other he, stuff. he okay. was he's been in other Rob Zombie stuff he was in the devil's rejects which is he plays kind of the He's not really the villain because the the main characters are are killers themselves. So he's kind of like the guy out for revenge. He's been in some. He's been in movies all throughout the uh, the eighties and nineties. Uh, he was in a a Steven Seagal movie I watched when I was a kid called Out for Justice. He played the oh, bad God. guy in that. I yeah, love those right. movies, but yes, yeah, my Steven grandma watched the shit out of those. Uh, yeah. Under Siege, all that shit. Oh, they're great. I fucking love them. Wasn't that the train one? Uh, that was the second one. Oh, God damn. The first one was I on see. a uh, on a battleship. Oh, that's what Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey. Oh, Busey. Yeah. Oh, my. Angela, did you did you want to say something? Sorry. So sorry. we watched the kill count on on this one, and you should too if you haven't. Yes. We watch a lot of we watch a lot of kill count. Kids love it. They're don't you, judge us. Some <laughs> daughters obsessed with watching him like. I'm like, where did this come from? How did, where did the obsession suddenly stem from? Like, no, could because she normally hates watching people get hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, as soon as somebody gets hurt in a movie, she's out. She's like, no, I, I don't want to see this anymore. You know. But I'm like, we might want to watch this downstairs. And Dan's like, no, no, it's fine. Not even. Five seconds into the kill count when he starts playing 
the actual dialogue in the movie, I'm like, yeah, we got to go. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't remember it being this bad. So, anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I watched this Kill Counts once before, and I was like, I just didn't remember that. And I was like, oh, that's why I don't like these. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I was like, ooh, language. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, you got the, you have an absolutely charming host, James A. Genies. Yeah. So, I mean, what's not the We like? show a lot of love to Dead Meat on this, uh, on our yeah. show since the beginning. So. Oh, absolutely. We love Dead Meat over here at Dissect That Film. Yeah, the beginning of this movie is horrendous. It's just the detestable, like, I don't care. Like, they made Judith, who is supposed to be this, you know, she's the the reason it all starts. You know, Michael, like, in the original Halloween, Michael kills her and then gets sent off, and that's, you know, how everything goes. But this is, like, this goes a little bit deeper, but the problem is you don't fucking, like, of course, like, no one deserves to die unless they're just utterly horrid human beings, like, Serial killers, rapists, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Take about back. Yeah. We're done. But they gave her awful dialogue. They, she treats her brother like shit, which, you know, yeah. I mean, there are older siblings that don't treat their younger siblings very well, but they just gave her the worst dialogue. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is just, I, 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 I've just, I think I really like her in the Firefly trilogy, like the uh, House of a Thousand Corpse and, and Devil's Rejects. I think the character she plays in those movies is is who she should be always playing, but she can't do anything else. In my opinion, I think she's a very flat actress. She always seems like she's looking off screen to try to figure out what her lines are. And she just Line. doesn't, she just doesn't, I don't, she doesn't convey emotion in the way I was hoping for. And also the fact of like, just some of this writing is just fucking horrendous. I think if you have any, I guess the dude just has the means to keep his wife employed. So you yeah. might as well. Yeah. I mean, that's I literally think... the only thing she ever does. She, she's never in anything other than her husband's work. Like, which, Hey, whatever. And a lot of people give him shit for that. And it's like, and he's come out and he's like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, I'm going to, yeah. she's my wife. That's... And if I want to do it, they're my movies. I'm going to put her in them. And you know what? We just have to accept that. And I'm whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Just be it, like me and don't easiest, watch him. Yeah. Easiest casting. Yeah, you know? exactly. He's like, you can find something for her to do. Yeah. And most of the time he puts her in like the fucking one of the lead roles. But I digress. The first like 20 minutes of this movie are just skippable. Like it's literally one of those. Like if I ever were to rewatch this movie again. And I, I think I would because I actually like this movie once it gets to a certain point. So like when you see young Michael actually do what he does in the beginning of the original Halloween, when he goes through and kills Judith, yeah. even the boy, like to be honest, they could have raced. They could have just getting, gotten rid of the boyfriend. He was fucking pointless. His dialogue was horrendous and it just, he did not need to be there. And just the fact that they added that as an extra kill, like as, as you know, he killed, you know, he ended up killing the boyfriend too, which he doesn't do in the original. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I just I think if they had started from where he kills his sister, kind of like the beginning, but kind of give us more of a you know like the fact that we got to see Michael, like as a kid, not just from the uh, first person shots, but actually getting to see who he is. Uh, I actually didn't mind that, and I th I thought the actor who played him, Doug Birch, is his name. He he's fine. The only other thing I've ever remember seeing him in was Hancock. He played the he played a bully in Hancock, and then that's about it. Okay. He, he definitely has well, the name that like 
like what y'all were saying about skipping this, literally, if you just go into this movie and just scene select to where it starts, you know, like you said, the where the, the first Halloween essentially starts, and just remember in your mind of how the original played out, you won't miss the thing. Yeah. It's literally the same shit, just change the origin to make it take place in a trailer park. Mm-hmm. And she still dies. People die. He goes to mental facility. Loomis. Boom. I do. Yeah. So I do like the the fact. And it was, I was kind of mixed on it. But I think after kind of thinking about it, I kind of like the fact that her boyfriend is the one who has the mask. And Michael wears the like Michael wears that his iconic mask as a kid. And then when he before he gets sent away, he hides it in the house. And then goes back to the house, you know, breaks the the floorboards and then finds his mask. I thought that was actually pretty cool instead of the fact of like, where did he get the like, why does why does he have the mask in this? But it's like it, clearly Michael's mask was always just a mask he found in a store. So it kind of is cool that the boyfriend had it. The, the boyfriend ends up dying in this version. Um, Yeah, I just some- I, from there on, I think that's where this movie should have gone. And to be honest, I think they could have trimmed a lot of the Michael Loomis stuff. In yeah. in the hospital because I think that just goes on way too long and you're and, and I think it, I feel like it's trying to get you to somewhat feel bad for Michael because it's like oh he's just a kid he's just a kid but then as he gets older you're like oh all right it's like let's make him sympathetic no he's not sympathetic and I guess like you said I'll do like the, the continued connection to his sister outside of like he murdered his sister there's at least that little added with the mask yeah the boyfriend had like, yeah like you said. I was just agreeing with you. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is I think what made that whole him killing his sister more impactful was the fact that like you always were to believe this was his first kill. But it's not. He kills the he kills that bully in the beginning. Freaking Juna Junie from the from Spy Kids. (laughs) He just beats the shit out of him with a fucking stick that all of that. Get rid of it because that's all generic I don't want to say generic, but that is like when you read a lot about a lot of serial killers, that's what they were doing. They were killing animals. They were doing this and they were, you know, just doing shady shit beforehand. It's like, no, I don't need to know that. But to see him in the hospital, I thought was cool. You know, him and his relationship with Loomis and how it kind of slowly deteriorates because he goes from being like, I don't know what I did to doesn't talk at all. And then the point, yeah, where his mom ends up offing herself and then we get to, you know, the, the present day with Lori and her friends. And to be honest, I really like the dynamic between the new friends, uh, the new cast here. I, I like I really do. I like uh, Scout Taylor Compton. I think she plays a really good Lori Strode, and I think she plays a really good Lori Strode in the second one. When we get to that one, uh, Daniel Harris is above and beyond better as Annie than the original Nancy Loomis in the original, I think they just gave yeah. Danielle Harris more to do. She, I think her performance just is just more genuine and she just doesn't seem as shitty, but yeah, I guess it's a, like, but it's a different time. You know, it was 1978 yeah. compared to 2007. So you're, you're basing it off that. Um, the only thing was the only kind of downfall with that is like the dynamic between Lori and Tommy Doyle. I did not like their weird. It was, it was weird. It was like a weird babysitter dynamic where she was like doing really, really inappropriate things like around this like 10 year old and shit. 
And it's like, I mean, I guess things like that were going on, but it's still weird, man. I loved, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie's relationship with, with Tommy Doyle way better, in my opinion. Can I also state something? Because this is, I'm not going to get into the reasons why specifically, but why is it like, like, there's this weird line, like a sexual line through this, where we talked about the creepy stuff with Tommy Doyle and Laurie Strode, and then Michael's mom couldn't be anybody else but a fucking stripper. Yeah. Like, why does that, inst- I mean, no, like, listen, I'm not judging people for what they do in their life, but why is instantly being either a stripper and or a prostitute, or, not prostitute, but that, that would work too if you want, whatever, or an adult film star instantly just make you a shitty parent and or a bad person? Yeah. I don't know. I said like the way that the boyfriend was talking to the daughter, like the fact, like he was like telling the mom that she had a nice ass. And I was like, get the fuck out. As soon as he said, get the fuck out and never come back. You piece of shit. Like, yeah. Like I said, skip that part completely. Just skip over shitty boyfriend, Ronnie, because he sucks. Uh, but like no, it, it coming back to Laurie Strode and her friends. I I just like their dynamic. I like the kind of the uh, character building um, in this, and you know how everything goes. Loomis, on the other hand, I think Malcolm McDowell is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Just don't like him as as Loomis. He just I understand they want they you know you don't want to copy someone who had done it for so long, but at least make him likable. He's just not likable. He's not. He doesn't do anything for the majority of this movie. Like you mean like, go ahead. The, the genuine fear that is conveyed by Donald Pleasance when he finds out Michael's escaped. Yeah. Like just straight up. He knows shit's about to go down. Matt McDowell is just like walking through it. He's like, oh no, Michael's escaped. We've, I know where he's going. We better go there. And I was like, Jesus, the urgency. Shouldn't <laughs> you be some more concerned? Yes. Oh, a little bit there. <laughs> what? Like, what, what is happening? I like the old Loomis better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I got I to gotta shout out the cast because there's like so many great, just little cameos here and there from yeah. awesome actors. We got Danny Trejo who plays. Oh, the most tragic character in this movie, by the way, because he's so likable. Like he tries to befriend. He's like talks to Michael like a human being, like as a kid. And then as he grows up, he's like he treats Michael like a human being, even though he's this ginormous fucking giant who just always wears masks, never talks. And then you have the detestable new guy who just says dumb shit. And I'm like, oh, always got to have that guy. But yet fucking Danny Trejo gets off and you're like, why? <laughs> he treated you so nice. Uh, we have Clint Howard as kind of the doctor who tells Loomis that Michael's escaped. Udo cures in here. He's 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 here. He's been in a lot. Of, he was in Blade. He played one of like the um, he was the vampire that they took out to the rocks. Like he was one of like the uh, head of the council. Oh, you bring yeah, him out and yes. they do like the sacrifice thing. That's right. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Actually, I think I as of, as we're recording, it's like I think it's his birthday today, as of Aww. this recording. So, yes, all the best people were born in October. Uh, we have Bill Mosley, who uh, yep. he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He's in a lot. I think he's in most of Rob Zombie's stuff. 
We have D Wallace who plays Lori's yep. mom, which is awesome. D Wallace is amazing. Uh, Ken Foray, who yeah. is in Dawn of the Dead from oh, beyond. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking awesome. He's also a, a, a Rob zombie regular. And Sid Haig, who is another one who is, he's a horror legend who is also was a avid zombie, uh, you know, actor. So he was in the Devil's Rejects and he's Captain Spaulding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, this movie, I think the biggest, I mean, I don't want to go to the, but it plays off pretty similar to the original movie, you know, Laurie. Uh, but the fact is, is they kind of, they clump one and two together because they yeah. make it, they, they make it known that Laurie is uh, Michael's sister and you get some really brutal uh, kills in this one. Uh, this definitely is way more brutal than any, probably any Halloween we've seen before. Just, the, the, I mean, that's zombie oh, for gosh, you. Yeah. But I think the the thing that I have the biggest complaint about is the fact that like zombie just, I just wish that zombie would get away from that trailer trash talk, <laughs> especially in a movie like this. Like it's, oh, I feel like it, when you're talking about the devil's rejects or, or, or house of a thousand corpse or, you know, all of the, or just like 31 and uh, three from hell. Those are movies where that dialogue makes sense. Where in a hot, when you're making a Halloween movie, I understand like make it your own, but let's make it just a tad different. Okay. Let's make it not like your other stuff, but you just have Michael Myers thrown in there. You just lean too hard into it. It's like, I know I understand a movie. This is, we've talked about this. I understand there's movies like horror movies have, generally have a lot of characters that are unlikable mm-hmm. and you're just like i can't wait till they get killed but did you just go way too far into it and you're just yeah. like yeah and i don't know i i actually really enjoy this movie at the 20 minute mark from starting at that 20 minute mark this movie is actually pretty well paced i like the characters i like the kills um, I like, like I said, I like the relationship. I think Scout Taylor Compton does a fantastic job at conveying emotion. Like when she finds finds Annie in the house, just beaten to shit, and she's just crying. And the, the, but then she's going to call the police, and it's like, what's taking so long? She's yelling for her. She's like, Laura. She's like screaming on the ground, and her boyfriend's just hanging from the from the ceiling with a mask on and i love there's one part where michael like when he goes back into the house and just where annie and the boyfriend are and the boyfriend's hanging there he literally just like plays with it he like pushes it like he's like Ooh. <laughs> fun times but taylor man's taylor man's physicality as michael myers is awesome i i think he's he was really fun to watch on screen and um yeah I think this movie just needed to be re-edited. It just needed to be looked at one more time and for somebody to just tap zombie on the shoulder and be like, man, just get rid of that shitty ass beginning. Get rid of that dialogue. It's just atrocious. It does not need to be in here. It does not add to anything other than you're, yes, you're building Michael's backstory, but you're also not giving any, giving us anything new. It's just generic serial killer origin story. And that's not fun, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree. That was my biggest gripe to begin with. I just, like I said, and we talked about this before, we've not watched these movies. I've seen Kill Counts. I've read about them. I've known about his whole thing. 
once I found out, like, he's just your atypical serial killer, I was like, doesn't that kind of take the magic away a little bit? Like, I understand he's just supposed to be a man, but then he's also supposed to be, like, the embodiment of evil or whatever. And you just give him, like, he just had a shitty upbringing, like, a lot of serial killers. Like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. him not just a child just randomly offing his sister. Like, in, in a white-collar community, yeah. it just seemed yeah. random as fuck to me. Yeah. But it could just be the old man and me talking. And again, I'm not like hardcore into this franchise. I do love the original, but yeah, it yeah. I don't know. That's how uh, know. before we move on to Halloween two, Rob Zombie's Halloween two. Let's. Uh, it, this movie was released August thirty first, twenty seventeen, at a budget of fifteen million dollars and it made eighty point four million dollars. Not a bad uh, I, turnout. So, but I you know what? The budget. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, to be honest, the way that these movies are made, I'm not surprised. It's not like there's a lot of visual effects being used and stuff like that it's it seems pretty normal probably for 2007 at least yeah i guess so i I guess i'm just thinking in like i don't know what other movies he's done at this point 2007 so i guess i'm just thinking of like all of his other clout i thought it would be at least like 30 mil but sometimes great that he did it for 15 but yeah i mean and it made a good good return that's why we got a sequel Almost to the date, two years later. Uh, but somebody else I do I forgot to mention was Brad Dorf, his uh, yeah. Sheriff Brackett. Brad Dorf, the voice of Chucky, of course, my boy, as you can see on my shirt. I love Chucky. Uh, yeah, I love no. him. I love him as as Sheriff Brackett. He's funny. He's always a joy to be on screen. I love his relationship with Annie. Got that charm, dude. Yeah, he's just got the charm. And and no offense to the actor who played him in the original, I think he did a great job yeah, as well. I just really like Brad Dorf as in this movie. Like I said, these movies are not that bad, and I think the majority of the reason why these movies are are fun to watch is because of the cast. Like it just has a fun cast, like uh, with the exception of a few people. Yeah, <laughs> fair. But uh, I think that's enough talking about Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. I think that was probably the most we've talked about any of these movies, but. There's a lot to talk about with this. Yeah. So now it's time to rank it. Now, I'm just going to rank it based on, since I'm the only one who's actually watched the movie. (laughs) Yeah. So I I am going to put this at our number six currently uh, under Halloween 2 and above Halloween 6. We can rank other other things, though. Uh, We can. Uh, We can. Where do we think his mask the mask from this movie should go right now. I like the mask. Uh, I like is the it mask. is it better than? Well, let's start from the bottom. We'll go through it quickly, especially if we we know. Uh, is it better than the Halloween Five mask? Yes. Better than the H two O masks. Yes. Better than the Halloween Four mask. Yes. Better than Resurrection. Yes. Yeah. Better than Halloween the Halloween Three masks. Yes. Oh, better than the Halloween Six mask. I do, yes, because I just like the griminess of this mask. I think better than Halloween two. Uh, nah, I don't know. Nostalgia is going to kind of take two. Yeah, for me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, I, I think it's going to stop I mean, right it's, there. Too. It's there, but it's not. All right, so we'll put. Uh, it's a cool mask. I mean, it's only it, that high up. It's, it's. I think it's a neat looking mask. It definitely looks used. It's not like that clean, shiny white yeah mass i agree yeah and it looks like the original mask yeah. and then you have from the what he has in the beginning and then when he finds it in the floorboards and it's all deteriorating yeah. and old and i just yeah. i like that look 
Okay, now we are on to our final girl or final person. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Lori, Lori Strode. Is she better than Sarah from Resurrection? I don't know. That's you true. The I, I'm the one who watched yeah. the movie. I can only I, do the math and the poster realistically. I'm going to say... Like, we can only go with what scenes we've seen her in. I'm going to put her as our new number four, which is below Rachel and Jamie from part four and above Lori from Halloween 2. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And our final thing is the poster. You guys can rank the poster. Uh, poster's pretty cool. Not going to lie. It's the him facing away, holding his mask oh, yeah. and the knife, He's and right. then it's got his mask formed based on all of diff- like different parts of the movie, like different scenes. And then the tagline, evil has a destiny. That's pretty neat. I think it's a, I mean, it would it's go definitely for definitely different than what has so the our bottom of the barrel poster is Halloween six. Okay, well it's better than that. Uh Halloween H two O. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. Halloween three. Mm. I'm gonna say yeah. Okay, that's fine. Halloween four. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Halloween five. Fuck no. No. The that one was, thing the one thing uh Halloween five has is that, <laughs> is poster, a, that's it. Is that poster. That is it. They did oh, really that's good great. On it. I know they nailed it. That's hilarious though. You could have the shittiest movie, but you could have a great movie. I know, yes. and Halloween five. Yeah. Halloween five did it. Okay. Now we are gonna move on to Rob Zombie's second outing with this franchise, and that is 2009's Halloween 2. Again, this movie was directed and written by Rob Zombie. It, was, it uh, again, stars a lot of the same actors as the first one. You know, Scott, uh, Scout Taylor Compton comes back as Laurie. Malcolm McDowell is back as uh, Dr. Loomis. Uh, Taylor Maine is back as Michael Myers, but there's a different Michael Myers, uh, a, a, a different kid playing the younger Michael Myers. Yeah. We have Chase Wright Vanek, because uh, the other kid got older, it, it kind of out <laughs> outgrew the role. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's back as Deborah Myers. I guess that was her name. Brad Dorif is back as Sheriff Brackett. Daniel Harris. Uh, Bria Grant, who I did not recognize. Uh, you guys probably don't know who she is, but I've seen a few movies with her over the last couple years. She was in a movie I watched called The Stylist, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, a, she's a director, producer, actor, but she was one of Lori's friends. The one with the glasses. Uh, not that you guys would really know what I'm talking about. We've probably seen her. Um, then we have some uh, some actors who would show up in later Rob Zombie movies, like like Daniel oh, yeah. Robach, who co- who shows up in the Monsters. He plays Grandpa. We have Jeff Jeff Daniel Phillips, who plays Herman in the Monsters. Hmm. I love the Monsters. Fucking Patrick Stars in this movie. Bill Foggerbache yes. is. Who the fuck's he play? He plays just a cop. He's one of the deputies. Fuck yeah, dude. He's one M-M-O-N, of M O N, baby. It's you see him in the scene when they find Annie's body when she gets finally gets killed by Michael in this one. Yeah, he's the deputy who like comes out of the house and like talks to Bracket about like what's going on or where he needs to go. Yeah. I was like, is that fucking Patrick? <laughs> Patrick Star. Oh uh, my gosh. I have to tell you a story. Right now or later? No, 
Um, Richard Brake is in this. His a, 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 I love him as an actor. I think he's terrifying, but his dialogue in this movie is horrible. He's one of the ambulance drivers in the beginning of this. Yeah, yeah him and uh, the dude he's fucking with. He's got the most iconic line of the whole movie, though. Cow! Cow! And then they hit a fucking cow and get fucked up. Uh, Margo Kidder is in this movie. Lois Lane from the original Superman. Uh, Superman. She plays the therapist. Lori's therapist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Octavia Spencer is in this movie, and her name is Octavia, which is pretty funny. (laughs) I feel like they just didn't want to give her a name. They're just like, yeah, just be yourself. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I I love her. Uh, Weird Al's in this as himself. Yes. And weird uh, cameo. Yeah, weird, weird cameo. No pun intended. Um, So, yeah, Halloween 2 is a movie that when you look at a lot of people's Halloween rankings, this one is always at the bottom. And I can understand a lot of the reasonings behind that. But after rewatching this movie like a few days ago, I actually came out of it going, that wasn't that bad. The dialogue improved. There are there is a lot of like very just ugh, just yeah. typical zombie dialogue, but they I feel like he toned it down. Like he just turned it down a little bit, and it's like we don't need this throughout the entirety of the movie. Yeah. Somebody got to him, and he's like, "Okay, well, okay. Rob, stop." Here's the thing, though, with this movie, yeah, stop. Rob Zombie didn't want to. He didn't want to come back to direct this. He didn't really want to do this, but the Weinstein's kind of forced him to. And they were very much up his ass the entire time he was making this. And so it he, it made for a very just miserable time for him making this movie. Um I have a feeling they were like, yeah, and hey, <laughs> you can. He just did an interview with Howie Mandel on uh, Howie Mandel's podcast where he talks about his experience directing this movie. And it, it just he pretty much say like it was just an awful experience. Like just a a little uh, quip from like what he was talking about. He said that there would be he would they would film scenes. He would send them in, and he would get notes back from one of them. Pretty much being like, "I hate everything. I hate all of this. This is all horrible." And then he would they would do like test screenings, and people would come out loving it. And then they would send notes on the same scenes that they said were horrible. And oh man, I'm this this uh, th- those scenes are great. Make sure to keep those in there where he was just getting all these weird mixed signals on what to do and, and stuff like that. That's about right. Yeah. So we could, we could all hate something and the majority of people would love it. Yeah. You can't just go by one to two people. Yeah, exactly. You have to go by the majority of like, that's what I don't know what the I fuck just, to talk about. The only thing I give a shit about is money. So. But I feel like they, they have, they over, overpaid him they felt like they overpaid him to let you owe us could be yeah i like the characters in this movie and i'm not gonna lie like i think like i said uh, bracket and annie i love their relationship i like the you know of course uh Lori lives with them in this one because her parents get murdered in the in the last one yeah and she's going through ptsd like she's having like crazy dreams and flashbacks of of just all these different scenarios. She finds out, of course, in the weirdest way possible that uh, she is Michael Myers' sister because she, she doesn't find out through that whole first movie that she is. She finds out in this one. 
about halfway through just because Loomis wrote a book about the whole situation and wrote in the book that she was Michael Myers' sister and she finds out by reading the book. Yeah, we got a, and we this is also like you said the last one was like a mix between one and two. This has also got elements of two in it as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. And uh Loomis is awful in every aspect of this movie. He is just horrendous. I hate the direction they went. Listen, I wasn't a big fan of him in the first one. But do you do you would you prefer like Dardum, you know, you know, movie star, whatever? The high roller Loomis, or would you prefer crazy? I want crazy. You know, everybody I want crazy. Yeah, I want crazy Loomis. I want a Loomis who actually feels like he cares that Michael Myers is still out there. Six times. Because he just yeah, doesn't like he just like, I just I don't know. I just feel like I, I mean, I don't know the real you know the the reasonings behind the performance or anything, but it, to me, just watching the movie, it just feels like Malcolm McDowell was there because he got paid really well to be there. And it just I didn't just feel like and to be honest, he plays a really good asshole. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna downplay that. I feel like the, you know, zombie. The thing is, zombie gave him. This was the direction he wanted this character to go in. So I can't really. I can't put all the blame on Malcolm McDowell because that's kind of the character that he was given, and so he was able to to perform and and actually give us a good performance in the way that zombie wanted. But it just he's just detestable and he just sucks. And then by the time he shows up at the end to be like, oh, I can help. It's like. No, you can't just make up for all the shitty things you did throughout this entire movie in the last five minutes and be like, oh, I'll sacrifice myself. It's no, it's stupid. I hated every piece of fucking Loomis in this movie. It's horrible. Um, the white horse shit. Why? This angel weird thing about calling Michael home and getting glory. It's just. Yeah, literally, I've seen this movie a dozen times, and I still don't understand the White Horse thing. I don't know why it started. I don't know what what is the purpose of it. it. I feel like it was the only way for it to come to a conclusion. It's just like, she is guiding Michael to go get Angel, because that's her actual name. And it's just... It's such a weird thing, and I think that's one of the big things behind people not liking this movie. I like Michael. I think it's cool. This like hobo Michael walking, like pretty much walking from wherever he was and kind of making this journey across t- uh, to get back to Haddonfield. Uh, I just, I don't understand the, the, the white horse thing. Was that like just Rob zombie just being weird and being Rob zombie? Or yeah, I was some, like, doing something different. He was trying something different. Yeah. It just didn't work well, in my opinion. Listen, I get it, but sometimes we get the cult of thorns and sometimes <laughs> we get the cult of mom on a white horse. So yeah. like, I don't, I, I don't I hate when they start bringing that weird symbolism shit into slasher movies. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be like meaningful and like try yeah. to, to elevate it. Like, but it usually just comes off as weird as shit. It doesn't make sense. It's like the brightest thing in the whole fucking movie. Like, why yeah. why do we need like bright white glowing whatever? The kills are brutal in this movie. They are way yeah. uh, they are turned up to oh, a yeah. fucking eleven in this one compared to the first one. And that one had some brutal kills. Uh, of course, you get like characters that survived the first one that get off again in horrible ways. Like Annie, just she's I feel so bad for her character because she gets fucked in the first one, and then in the second one she just gets it again, and this time she ends up getting killed. And you know, and of course, I love the uh, and again, I I gotta say, like Danielle Harris 
is fantastic in this movie. Like the way that she is able to be that supportive friend, you know, she's always being like, you know, she's always embarrassed by her, her dad. Cause her dad's, you know, she's like a vegetarian and he's not. And it's, you can, it's like weird, like little, like two minute little dialogue between them, which is pretty funny. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, coming out of this movie, I was just like, I, this movie wasn't that bad. Like there are bad decisions that were made in it, <clears throat> but coming from the start, it wasn't like the first one where I was like, ah, get me out of this. Skip 25 minutes. Like, get me the fuck out of this yeah. whole family situation. Like the way this movie starts. Yes. It starts off with a dream. Uh, it, It's supposed to be like Lori. Well, the beginning is Lori walking down the street after she shoots Michael at the end of the first yeah. one. And then she goes to a hospital and then it's the Michael goes to the hospital and just fucking murders everybody and is chasing her and shit happens. But then you find out it's just a dream. Which is kind of annoying because it was a really cool sequence. Like the whole thing of him yeah, showing up yes. there because yeah. it really it does. It's like it's a complete like throwback to the original Halloween two, And yep. then it's like, nah, it was just a dream. This is what she's going through. She's going through the PTSD Sorry. and it's just dreams. And it's like, ah, that kind of sucks. I wish that was like that shit happened and then some, you know, Michael just disappeared or whatever, but that's not how it went. And then, uh, yeah. And then of course this is Michael dies. You know, Michael gets shot and, uh, Loomis dies and there's two version. There's two endings. One of the endings is, uh, the original ending is Lori putting on the mask and walking out, but she like falls to her knees and then gets saved and then there's an alternate ending where she comes out with the knife and it's like she absorbed Michael's powers. Yeah, she gets locked in the sanitarium thing or whatever. No, well, no, that's the original ending where it shows oh. the white horse going to Lori oh. as she's sitting on the bed. Yeah, uh, the set the mm-hmm. other one is uh she gets shot. She like gets she gets killed at the end because she like charges the cops with the knife in hand. So sure. But that's how that's Rob Zombie's Halloween I too. I can't like this movie. Oh, would you stop with that? What? They they bring the whole pineapple on pizza thing in. They do. So, uh, Zombies Halloween 1, I had it 6. Halloween, Rob Zombies Halloween 2. Do I like this one better than the first one? <sighs> Just forget about the beginning. Of the first one, then no, I like the first Halloween. I like Rob. I like Zombies first Halloween. If you eliminate that first twenty minutes, but I don't hate this one. Like I actually, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I, okay. I, whew, it's tough. I think I'm gonna have to have Zombies movies like back to back. So it's gonna be. I think I'm gonna put Zombies H two at. Number seven, the mask. Now there are two different versions of the masters, the kind of the more deteriorated mask that he wears for the majority of the movie. And then during an attack scene at a strip club, he gets a big good chunk of it ripped off. So you can actually see his face. What did, what do you guys think? Um, like, I don't think the ma- was the mask that much deteriorated from the first one. I don't remember. Prior it's more. It's like more weathered and ripped because of like everything I, that he went through. I like the mask more before it got ripped. Yeah, because okay. when you get ripped, yeah, it's like 
I mean, yeah, it's still. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cool visual because you do see part of his face, right? But like, I'm just accounting for the mask at this point, not seeing part of his face. Um, what did I do? Oh no, what did I do? Mortis. I don't want that. I'm gonna. I have the body of a pig. I'm gonna put it at. What, what do you think? Like, uh, do you think it's better than the Halloween Six mask? Where's that on our list? At number four. Oh, no, I don't think it's that high, personally. Uh, it's it, is it better? If we're than, taking, if, I feel like we're, we're taking I, the. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? No, I feel like the Halloween three masks are going to keep dropping, and people are going to get really upset with where these Halloween three masks are going to be. I was actually going to say the mask of this. I think as a whole, like the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, like it's one combined thing. And I don't think it's as good as the Halloween three masks because you start losing that when you tear like that huge chunk of it off. It just kind of loses a bit of it for me. So, All right. So I'm that's gonna put, what I think. I'll put it at number six because to be honest, I feel like it's better than the resurrection mask. Okay. Sounds good. That sound good for you guys. Go at your wife. Hang on. I'm trying to fix. I'm trying to fix it. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right. Well, Lori is our final girl again. Um, this is all you, baby. <sighs> to be honest, she doesn't do a lot in this movie other than run around and scream. Uh, at least in the first one, we evil. got to see her fight. Um, she Yeah, she doesn't really do a lot in this, to be honest. So I, I think I got to pull her pretty low. Uh, to be honest, I think I'm going to have to put her like towards the bottom, like below. Okay. Like, say, is she better than Sarah from Resurrection? At least she did something. Oh, I mean, I never watched it, but I'm going to say assume yes. Okay. Jamie from Halloween 5. You know what? I'm going to put her below Tommy and Kara from Part 6. Okay. All right. And then the poster, which very generic poster is kind of just, yeah, a, it's an action shot good. of him of him uh, coming down. Um, is it better than H6? Is that where's that? I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, that's the bottom. What do you think, Terry? I think so. Hang I can say where I'd put it, but we can go through the list. I just like the action shot. I. I mean, it's not. A, it's not a bad shot. It's not. I, I think mean, it's no. I, I think it stops it before Halloween three. So put it at, that, put it after Halloween three. Like it should be below Halloween three. Okay. Because Halloween three, even though it th- that shot of Jason feels like a stock shot with background elements added, yeah. Where Halloween three is a stock shot with elements added, but I think it looks better than the Halloween two poster. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I already. So ranked. what do you think? No, I mean, oh, no, I agree. I agree. Well, All right, do we have any other comments we want to talk about with Rob Zombie's Halloween two, or are we now ready to hop into David Gordon Green's trilogy? As of today, which is October 19th, yes, if you couldn't tell, we've had to record on multiple days since we're all wearing yes. different clothes. <laughs> uh, today, no. as we're recording this segment, uh, it is October 19th, 2023. So that's been exactly five years since this next movie came out. And that is David Gordon Green's Halloween 2018. So this was directed by David Gordon Green, of course, as I just stated, written by yes. Jeff Fradley, David Gordon Green Bradley. and Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah, no, you heard me guys. right. <clears throat> it was produced by Jason Blum, 
Uh, stars Jamie Lee Curtis coming back as Laurie Strode. We have Judy Greer as Karen. We have Andy Matichak as Allison. We have James Jude Courtney as our new shape. Uh, also, Nick Castle does play some uh, does play the shape in a couple scenes in this movie. We have uh, Haluk Bulgainer as Doctor Rambar Sartain. We have Will Patton as Deputy Hawkins. It's Satine, actually. What? <laughs> That's not what it says. <laughs> Satan. It's Satine, actually. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just no. You're. I have a very kid brain. I'm just thinking that you said vagina, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Who said vagina? No. Bill Jiner. Oh, Bill Jiner. <laughs> like Gundam. Quattro Vagina. It's fucking Quattro Vagina. Like, what the fuck? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Listen, we, Linda. Gundam. I'm easily amused. We have Dylan Arnold as Cameron. Miles Robbins as Dave. Miles Robbins, by the way, is the son of Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins, which is pretty funny. Interesting. Uh, Omar Dorsey as Sheriff Barker, the, just the dude who walks around with a cowboy hat all the time. Cowboy hat. I'm here. And uh, PJ Souls does a voice cameo in this movie. She played uh, shit. What the hell was, was it? Uh, what was the other friend? Not Annie. Wow. Who was the other original friend of Lori's? I don't fucking remember. Oh, I don't remember her name. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. Uh, oh, no, she played Linda. It says a Ray fucking there. Yeah, she played uh, PJ Souls who played Linda in the original film. She does a voice cameo as Allison's teacher. Oh. Yeah. This movie, of course, was released October 19, 2018. It had a budget of $10 million, and it made $259.9 million, making yes, it, it the highest grossing Halloween film in the franchise. Crazy. <clears throat> So, what do we think of Halloween 2018? What do I think of it? Well, yeah. What do you think? As a collective I've, I've got nothing good to say, so go ahead. You don't have anything good to say? Oh, go ahead. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed this one. I like this movie a lot, too. <laughs> for, for being from then to now, I was so ready for it. And then when I saw it, I was like. It, it's very good. It was it was good. Is... I love the people in it. Jamie Lee Curtis can only get better and better throughout the years. I mean, if I was her age, I would want to have a buddy like that. Yeah, she kills it. She kills it in this movie. I mean, I've got a weird thing where I'm not the biggest fan of Judy Greer. I think it's mostly I I, I actually really like Judy Greer in a lot of the stuff she does. Oh. She looks mopey all the time. I like her also. More in the I stuff just don't like the dialogue they gave her in this movie. They just yeah, gave her some weird dialogue choices, and it's not even her dialogue choices. It, I just, I'm not a fan of Judy Greer in other stuff. It's just <laughs> like I know she's a decent actress. I just, it's not a fan of her. Like I never have been. Oh my gosh, that, she was like Jurassic in Jurassic Park. Yes, she was. That's what I was just about to say. Fucking mopey mom. But her name is the same. You're gonna do the mom thing. Her name is the same. She likes playing anyway. characters named Karen. Oh, this is the one and this is no. the only Halloween movie I've ever seen in theaters. 
I went to see it in theater, oh, and I, uh, I was just fucking ecstatic. As soon as you hear John Carpenter's score, which the score was uh, not just done by John Carpenter, but his son Cody and Daniel Davies. And they would do the music for the entire trilogy. And it's all fantastic. like your dad as an awesome, amazing composer. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't think of him that way because he's just your dad at that point. Right. But you you learn, you, you In theory. get to learn that. I'm going with my dad to work every every single damn day. I'm going to learn. <laughs> well, yeah, but we say that, but then again, it, it you see your parents differently. Your parents can be the coolest thing in the world. And I've heard this from actors and actresses and designers and artists. They just see them as their parents and not this great thing that a lot of other people see them as. Which is true. And they see, you know, I see my dad different. I've learned a lot of stuff from my dad. I mean, I've learned how to uh, do all kinds of stuff on my car. I learned how to bleed brakes, change tires, Dispose of a change body the and acid. You know, you know. <laughs> I do it. things in the South. I'm not, I'm not judging. <laughs> you learn to be self-sufficient from your parents, or your that's what your parents are supposed to teach you. My my mom taught me. My t- mom taught me different things. I learned how to play the piano. I learned how to type on a keyboard. You know, I aced keyboarding in high school because I was typing. My mom was a transcriptionist when I was a kid. So I was typing. So are you like super fast? Not so much anymore because I've not, I've not kept up with that skill. But now to see my kids trying to take after that uh my our middle one is teaching himself how to play the piano which is what my mom did that's cool so like like i get how you see your parents different but i know i know i get it i love music so if i was john carpenter's son daughter i would go to go to you know work with him every every single day if you like like Dad, let me skip school. I'm going here with you. <laughs> so yeah, this um, this is this is a, another timeline. Of course, it's a completely it, it completely retcons every Halloween other than the original. This is a direct sequel to the original. Well, forty years later, of course, this is uh, you know, Michael has was caught at the end of the first movie, uh, and he's been in a in uh. Was it Hillsgrove? What the hell's a sanitarium, sanatorium place that he goes to? But yeah, he's been there for forty years, and he breaks out, just kind of very similar to the original movie. Well, he breaks out because of shitty podcasts. <laughs> Why like, do they like, always make podcasters don't... in movies just be the most of just annoying people? I mean, we yes, really we are. are. We are we annoying. Are. We are fucking annoying. People are going to be really annoyed when they listen to this and they go, this is two parts, almost two hours each. At least we're getting God two parts. damn. One episode. <laughs> so I feel like podcasters and well, you were talking about strippers and stuff. I don't think we're giving enough credit for what we do. Like, like yeah, there are some out there that I've listened to and I'm like, shit, you're boring. But you get you get the ones that are out there that are doing justice for the movies that are 
bringing those movies that people wouldn't normally listen to to light. And then people are like, hey, because I've heard some, and I'm like, I've never heard this movie. I'm going to go watch it now. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you find a new favorite movie. But they only pull at that one part. Because, yeah, we're annoying. But, well, sometimes you know. You, we're not got their prodding. We're not out there prodding the hornets. Here's your mask, Michael. Go do something. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that it, that 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 part really kind of. After rewatching it, you're yeah. like, ah, God. And he just and it sits there for so long to the point where like all the other inmates are going crazy reacting to it, and yeah, it's it's weird. You know, I, the fact that oh, acting like zoo animals. I I love the fact that it just erases a lot of the stuff that they created in the lore of this franchise. The fact that like they got rid of the sibling aspect, and I love how they mention Thank it. Goodness, it's like oh, I heard that uh, Michael was her brother or Laurie Strode's brother, and he's like, no, that was just something people made up to, you know, get attention or get headlines or whatever. And also the fact that Laurie throughout this entire movie and even it bleeding into the second one she believes that michael is after her but in reality he just goes where he goes he just goes wherever and kills whoever he has no picker and like there's no mission his mission is to go home to be honest his mission is to always go home and eat dogs and eat yeah another thing just a thing that i've never liked about michael's fact he kills dogs and we're and wear blue jumpsuits yeah, I mean the kills in this movie are brutal. This is yeah. it's got some brutal kills. The that, the bathroom. one with the the bathroom scene, of course, even the guys that he kills to get the jumpsuit, like the dude at the desk yeah. where his jaw is like detached. Uh, but yeah, I mean, damn! Imagine taking a shit though, and like you got to run away from deep. a serial kill. Like she didn't even get to wipe, and she's just she yeah. dies with a poopy ass there. Well, yeah, she didn't even she get gets, to wipe. She gets some extra teeth. She's like, yeah. the, give these to the tooth fairy. Yeah. No, the tooth fairy. I'll see she her again. The yeast infection. Uh. She but she, uh, but yeah, that <clears throat> that bathroom scene's really cool, though. I Listen, that's that. rough. Stop it. I'm not. I believe it is. I'm not judging. I just want to make a sourdough. Comment. But, I, but I also got to state my favorite line from this movie is, "Ah oh, man, I got peanut butter on my penis." <laughs> when was that? <laughs> I don't Allison's dad. When you first meet him. He's like fucking around with peanut butter and he's like, oh man, I got peanut butter on my penis. Is your penis just hanging out? Is it just flopping around in front of your wife and daughter? Like, this is weird, man. There's a lot more dudes out there than you realize that probably can relate with that. Yeah. yeah. I've got a yeah. nut. Listen, I've got a nut allergy, so I can't, but that's not true. <laughs> if you teabag someone with a nut allergy, is that considered attempted murder? Yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You can't tell me otherwise. I know lawyers. I'll ask them. <laughs> okay. no, here I am. Here I am sitting here thinking, oh, gosh, he's trying to he's trying oh, to bait Lord. Michael Myers is the dogs. Oh, he's like, I'll get him by putting peanut butter on my penis. That will lure the dogs in, which will lure Mike in. One of the things I really don't like about this movie, no though, bullshit. is like, up. Dr. Sartain. Don't like this character. I don't like his motivation. Like, like he wants to see Michael in the wild, so he lets him fr- so sets him free. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what? And and he's of course he's the reason why Michael it get it 
goes to Lori's compound because Sartain brings him there instead of, you know, Lori thinks that Michael is just after her. Uh, but that whole he final. Them. Yeah, pretty much. He brings them to her doorstep. And, you know, it, it, there's some weird, like, just scenes that did not need to be here. Like, the just a weird, drastic turn of the fact that, like, Allison's boyfriend gets caught, like, kissing another girl, like, two feet away from Allison. And he throws her phone into the, like, fucking queso. And it's just a whole weird situation. And then, like, his friend is, like, tries to make out with her. I'm like, what the fuck? But his kill's cool. I like the yeah. fucking fence post through the chin. Yep. I like I like like survival survivalist Lori Strode. Yes, yeah, very like cool. That. The fact it's that like she is she, you know, she has feared Michael her entire life to the point where her daughter gets taken away from her. She doesn't have a good relationship with her family. And, you know, she's suffering uh, she's suffering deeply. It's like she's going through it uh with PTSD and all that stuff and and um, but then Michael finally does show up and starts, you know, killing people and pretty much is like, I told you, I told you so. And then, the, of course, that final showdown at her compound is fucking awesome. It's one of the best yeah, endings is. to a Halloween movie. And 100 percent, to be honest, this is how the Halloween franchise should have ended. The end of this movie is just so good, like the, the, the fighting Michael through the house and and him hiding and like them playing kind of like hide and seek with each other and then. Her yeah. getting thrown off the roof, like kind of the, the the role reversal from the first movie. Yeah. And then, of course, the showdown where the best part of Karen's character is when she's down in that basement and she's like acting like she's really scared. Like, I can't do it, Bob. Where are you? And then when Michael walks in, she's like, gotcha. And she shoots him and they yeah, lock yeah. him in that. They lock him in the basement, set the house on fire. It's such a cool ending. It's so great. Just fucking burn them alive. And I love yep. when they're driving away and the house is ablaze. And it's like, burn, burn. But then you see the fire trucks drive by and they're like, no, let it burn. It's yep. so good. I just wish this was how it ended. It just yep. should have never gone on any farther than this. This this series of movies. And well, you know, I'll, you know, I'll tell her. Damn, I don't want to get like into spoiler stuff. So this is how I thought it was going to end. Like I was like, okay, this is this is great, and then they announced the next one, and I was like, well, shit. Oh, I wonder what's gonna. What are what? they gonna do now? Right. Well, we'll talk more about what they should have done, but let's get to our rankings because I feel like we we don't really need to deep dive into Halloween 2018 because it it, it these th- this these next three movies are pretty fresh in people's minds. Yes. Uh, they you know like I said this this one just hit its fifth anniversary so. You know, and it, and it's it to be honest, it's pretty you know cut and dry. It, there's not a lot of intricate scenes in this. It's a lot of kind of the same beats as you get in like the original Halloween. It's like you get some a core group of friends. Uh, they're you know you got the one that's a babysitter. She's babysitting that kid Julian or Julius or whatever his name was. He's hilarious, by the way. Oh, that and, one little kid that yeah. cuts out. He's like, I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah, Smartest I'm fucking out. dude in all these movies, dude. Well, he watches his babysitter get murdered. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I like the fact that you get characters that kind of tie into the other two movies as well. So you get like the the woman who leads um the podcasters to Judith Myers' gravestone is yes, yeah, she'll show up again in the second and third one. But yeah, I mean, this movie's awesome. I really like. I mean, this is like 
in my like in my personal rankings, this is like top three for me in this franchise. Oh God, yeah. This but will it be as a core group? Will it be top? Let's go. Will it there? I don't know. Let's go. Let's talk about the mask. Of course, this is supposed to look like the original mask, but it's very weathered. It's a 40-year-old mask, which in yeah. reality, that mask wouldn't have existed. It would have just fucking, it would have been so bad. It probably, probably would have tried yeah. to put it on. It would just like turn into dust. <laughs> yes, yes. But here we go. Uh, so yeah, where does the mask for Halloween 2018 go? I, In my opinion, I feel it's got to go high. It's yeah, like, it's like, like it's very similar one. to the first one. Top two. But it is definitely up there. It definitely has aged. Oh, yeah. It's aged a lot. I mean, it's 40 years if you think about it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause, yeah. Because the mask from the first Halloween is like brand new. He stole from a store. And this one's been hiding, like been in a, I'm guessing an evidence locker for the last 40 years or wherever the hell the podcaster said he got it from. I'm assuming Either. it's in a. Timu. <laughs> yeah, he got it from Timu. You got it from Amazon like me for twenty no. bucks. <laughs> no, okay. it, these are the ones from Wish. Don't 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 rope that one in. What the, what, what, okay, so if that's the Timu. case, what would be the mask from Timu? Part six, Resurrection. Ooh, five. Five. Oh, that mask that's is horrible. Like, you got to get one one from Timu, one from Wish. Like, which which one are you? Well, you said four and five was Wish. No. Why is this part of the conversation? I don't know. But where is this mask going? Do you think this is well? Let's let's go to our top three because I feel like it's better than four four and down. So let's go to our top three right now. So is it better than the zombie Halloween one mask? Yes, I think so. Yes, I think so. Is it better than the original Halloween two mask? Mm -mm. Okay, so it is now our new number three. It's a it's a branch off of two. I feel like. Could you exchange those two? Or would you always put two ahead of it? What, can you just, like, take it to the store and be like, I want a refund? No, I'm just kidding. Like, sir, I'm just kidding. Ma'am, you can't bring these back. KB Toy Store does not exist anymore. Like, okay, I'm sorry. So for our final characters, I'm going to group the three. I'm going to call them the Strode ladies. The, the Strode trio of Lori, Karen, and Allison. Where... Do you think they go? Because I think they're also top. They're high. Yeah. Lori so let's go to our top yes. three for the final girl right now. Uh, our number three is Rachel and Jamie from Halloween four. Better than Lori from the original Halloween. I say no, just because there's always going to be that OG. Biased. Bias. Yeah, but so it's still, but still, you... it's like this is badass. I the way know. that this movie ends and oh, how badass they are. I know. Cause... I think the only one that it doesn't stand up against is Lori from H two O, who I think is probably the, in my opinion, the most badass Lori we get in this entire franchise. She just gets better and better with age. I mean, like this is a really like badass Lori, but, but Lori from H two O is fucking awesome. I, know. I like I like her in this movie a lot. Because she's a badass, but she's also like very mentally damaged. Not like yeah. her in the first one, but she's like she's lived with this for how many years? I understand, but it, it but she's lived with it with it seems like without like Lori in H two O seems like she's taken stuff to try to help. This one, she's just like fuck this. This is how I'm gonna do it, kind of thing. Yeah, because 
I feel like nothing at this point has worked. No. Has helped. She's done whatever for, you know, the allotted amount of time. And she is like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do. I think that's number two. All right. Number two it is. So, Strode Trio. And I just feel like she has taught her family well. Like, she taught them what she has learned. And they're like, yeah, she's been through shit. <laughs> so we're going to listen to her. Yeah, she just did do a very good job of it. We'll talk about that in a second. Like, like well, balancing, like, teaching her kids to survive, which worked. Yeah. But, her kid, but also kind of, like, alienated yeah. her at the same time. So. All right. Next is Poster. Which the poster I have on IMDb, which is the theatrical release poster, is the one where it's Michael in the background and Lori kind of looking as like a profile shot of her. Mm, okay, that's different than the one we have here. Um, well, not IMDb, one... but Wikipedia's uh, poster that they have. Okay, the only one that I've seen is the one where it's just the mask. It's just him in the top left corner. It's just his Which face. I think is what a lot of things... I think that's what the Blu-ray has. Uh, I'm just I just where it up. was, but yeah. The Halloween 2018 poster. Well, I just pulled up movie posters. I know. Just say the Hollywood 2018 poster. It'll come up. It's a pretty basic poster. Nothing overly special. It's just the mask. The updated mask. Yeah. Um. So... I feel like it's going to be... Is it better than Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 poster? I don't. I mean, fuck. Well, hang on. If it's going by the one we see, then yes. Oh, if it's the one with her... I see it. We'll go by I, your poster because I feel like that's the one that's the the what you it's see. It's basically most. just that mask in the top corner. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. and I like see. I like it. It's simple, right. and I think it's better than just the stock photograph for just for like atmosphere sakes. All right, better Take. than Halloween three. What do you think? I think so. Okay. Better than Halloween four. Yeah. Okay. Better than Rob Zombie's Halloween one. Yeah. Halloween 5. No. No. Halloween 5's poster is just so good. It's so good. Why is it so good? (laughs) I like that this one is showing Michael with some kind of emotion. Like, yeah, you can't get much emotion out of a mask, Hmm. but it's almost like he's, he's like, okay, you know, we've got, we got to end this. Like, come on. Halloween, Halloween 5. It's poster is the only thing that's going to get top billing because this, yeah, <laughs> the poster is the it's only good so thing out of that good. movie. It's so good. All right, and finally, let's rank this movie. Do you think this is top three? Yeah. Is it As better than H2O? I enjoy this more than H2O, yes. Yeah. Is it better than is Halloween it? 3? Probably. You guys, yeah. Because I, I would say yes. Like, as, as a film. Okay. I mean, is, uh, look, I love Halloween 3. For different reasons, I like it for being different. But as a Halloween movie, I think it just it hits the notes well and it flows good. You know, I, I think it's good. Is it better than the original? I don't think so. All right, so Halloween twenty eighteen is our new number two. Wow! All right, now on to its sequel. Parker's like, okay. What? Oh, I agree with you. Well, I'm a- no, I'm just kidding. What happened? What did I do? He said, I think if he had an issue, he would state, like, I don't agree with that. I just think you guys are fucking stupid, and I think it's below Halloween 5, but that's fine. 
<laughs> you you think 18 is below no, Halloween no, 5? No, no, I, we're just speaking. Oh. I'm speaking for you. I'm sorry. Because oh. you didn't say anything when we put it to the number two slot. I was like, he'll let you know. No, I mean, I agree. I don't think it's better than the original. I think the original is still top dog, and I think it's going to stay top dog, to be honest, especially when we <laughs> talk about these final two movies. Oh, um, God, yes. But now we are on to our second to last film of this franchise, 2021's Halloween Kills. With the tagline, Evil Dies Tonight. Uh, not There was no tagline on this for some reason. In my mind, it is. Usually every poster has a tagline. Yeah, right. Uh, this again was directed by David Gordon Green, written again by uh, Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, and then we got a new writer, Scott Teams. Uh, it was again produced by Jason Blum and produced by Blumhouse. Again, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Andy Matichek, Will Patton. Uh, we have Anthony Michael Hall coming in here, and oh boy, oh boy, he's he's there. Uh, we have Thomas Mann who plays a younger version of Frank Hawkins. We've talked about Thomas Mann before because he was in Kong Skull Island. Yes, he was. Uh, we have Robert Longstreet as Lonnie Elam. We have uh, Dylan Arnold back as Cameron. James Drew Courtney back as The Shape along with Nick Castle. Uh, we have uh, Charles Cyphers is back as Lee Brackett from part two. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nancy Stevens is back as Marion Chambers. She was last in a Halloween movie in H two O back in nineteen ninety eight. And Kyle Richards returns to play Lindsay Wallace, all the way from the original nineteen seventy eight Halloween, playing little old Lindsay Wallace. She's back, but as a as a much older person. <laughs> He's grown. Yes. This movie was released October fifteenth, twenty twenty one, in theaters and on Peacock. That's how I watched it because it was Same. it was during that weird phase of COVID where I was like, I don't feel like going to the theater, and so I watched this on the cock. And yeah, we're back to uh, cock. let us watch it. Listen, this, if HBO Max can go to Max, then Peacock can go to cock. Again, just saying, I'd watch it. Uh, the budget was twenty million dollars, so a ten million dollar bu- uh, boost in budget between. Uh, 2018 and kills and it made 133.4 million dollars which is pretty good for a movie that was happening during um kind of a weird phase of covid where a lot of people especially when it came out the same day on a on a streaming service in fact it still made over 100 million dollars pretty damn good performance so halloween halloween kills of course this movie takes place right after the end of halloween 2018 like right Um, yes as one of possibly the greatest openings of oh, any of God, the Halloween cool. movies. It's so fucking cool. Uh, where Michael literally tears an entire fire department to shreds coming out of the burning house because he somehow finds a uh, the gun the where the, she stored her guns he hid in there so he didn't yeah. fucking die. And then he escapes, and it's really cool. And then he just goes on a killing spree. Mercs all the fucking firefighters. It's oh, yeah. Sweet. It's, it's epic. And then, of course, you get uh, the... You get Lori, she's back in the hospital, and she's pretty much hospital-bound for the, for the majority of this movie. We've, we've talked about this movie before because we did a fresh cut back when it did release. So if you want to know our full thoughts on Halloween Kills, uh, at least our first thoughts on Halloween Kills, uh, go back and, and, and listen or watch that. Uh, my views are going to be a little bit different now than they were back when we first saw the movie because I actually liked this movie in my second watch. I actually liked it a lot more in my second watch than when I initially watched it back in 2021. I think the kills are really good. I think, I don't know. I just like the atmosphere of the whole thing. I just don't, I think the Tommy Doyle 
evil dies tonight bullshit is what really brings this movie down. And to be honest, I, I get where David Gordon Green was going with this direction where it was like, yeah, we, this is a thing that happens. Mob mentality. And we mentioned yep. it in our original fresh cut about yep. the mob mentality of the fact of like, he stirs up this chaos in the town. Like Michael Myers is killing people, but it was the whole thing of, you really thought that little that little five foot five guy with long hair who carries an umbrella? He looks like he's literally the fucking penguin. Uh, you thought he was Michael Myers? Well, we've never seen him I without know. the mask, and it's like, yeah, but you've seen him, and he's not fucking five and not a half bad. feet tall. Like, what what are we doing here? Um, the big John Little John stuff was funny. I actually oh, enjoyed God, that yes. stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. it it's it, hilarious. It kind of it kind of changes the tone a bit, though, of the movie when you get to the that part because it kind of it brings that comedic tone to it, which is fine. But it it sometimes goes a little too far, and you're like, "All right, where are we going here? Are we going into a parody here? Like, what's happening?" Uh, I like the little callbacks. I do, of course. You get to see the Halloween three masks again, play, yes. uh, that the bullies wear. Uh, you get to see some returning characters. You know, Kyle Richards is back as as Lindsay Wallace. You got Marion Chambers back. You have, um, yeah, some just uh, core, you know, original cast members. You know, uh, Charles Cipher is back as as uh, Bracket. Doesn't do anything. He's kind of pointless. So yeah. So the focus of this movie is ultimately just like the mob mentality and. Uh, you know, Lori continuing to think that Michael is after her, but this is where you get the clarification. This is where you get uh, the Sheriff Hawkins or Deputy Hawkins, who's pretty much like, no, Sartain brought him to your house. That's why he was there. He wasn't after you. He just brought you there like this. That's not how he works. It was like, all just chance. Yeah. And yeah. And then, of course, you know, you get the, the the, the showdown between kind of the Strode trio there. They kind of all get split up, but they all kind of fight Michael. And this is where you kind of get, though, the 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 whole thing where it's like, is Michael supernatural in some way? Because the fact that the, the whole thing at the end where uh, Michael fights Allison, ends up killing like her boy, her boyfriend, his dad. Uh, and they, but, uh, Karen shows up, steals the mask, and leads him to the group, to the mob. And the and the mob just beats the shit out of him, like yeah, stabbing him, shooting him, yeah. all this stuff. And then you get the whole speech from Lori talking about, you know, how when he kills, the more he kills, the more powerful he becomes. And then as that is as she is making that speech, it shows Michael getting up and just destroying everybody and magically yeah and and that's kind of where the movie kind of goes down for me but yes. i think everything kind of in between i actually enjoyed other than the fact of hearing evil dies tonight seven thousand times i was like ugh. and this tommy doyle sucks like i just cannot stand yeah. uh tommy doyle in this movie i can't stand him talking to himself like like anytime he's like he's got the he's like he got Huck, was it old huckleberry is the bat he's yeah. like no I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna say I'm gonna get you so hard. I'm gonna say night 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 night. I'm like, who are the fuck are you talking to, bro? The fuck are you doing? Like, shut well, up. It's the same with um <clears throat> some of the people. Like, it, it's the scene where after they find the kid, the Halloween three masks. The kids wearing Halloween three yeah. masks, and it's that first entourage where they're just they just get smoked. Yeah, uh, 
kill inside the car, and the one lady shoots herself in the head with the fucking deagle. It's yeah, like, wow. Marion literally gets brought back into the franchise just to die immediately. I'm like, damn, they just did her just as dirty as they did in H2O. Yes! <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, I mean, like I said, I actually enjoyed this movie the more the second time. Yeah, it still has its problems. Uh, it, To be honest, I don't think it needed to exist, because I think 18 just ended so perfectly. Yep. Um, but I don't hate this movie. I could go back and rewatch it. Like this is a this is one of those movies where like I I'm just doing shit around the house and I could just pop it on or I'm like I'm editing a podcast. I could just throw this movie on and yep. not really fully pay attention to it. But it's, it's one of those things you look up and Michael's just fucking going to town on someone. You're just like, all right, cool. So let's get to our rankings on this one. Currently, let's see. Let's start with the mask. So the mask is, of course, the same mask as the first one, but it has a it's slightly burned on one side. I do like that they kept that. They kind of keep that all consistent, I think, between all three of these movies, I think, all the damage and stuff. It, you can tell, that. though, that the damage does progress. Yes. As the movies go. So, like I said, like this is it's kind of like a two face look to it. Like it, it still has that yeah, original yes. look of the 18 mask, but it has the like the melted look on the on the other side. So where do we think this is going to go? We have the mask. Um, I'm going to say under three. Under the Halloween three mask mm-hmm. above uh, zombies Halloween two mask. Yeah. All right. Angela made the decision. Dan, we have to go with it. I, I mean, you you guys can disagree. Oh, I, but... To be honest, I, I agree. I, but here's the thing. Why is it? I'm looking at this real quick and I'm like, why is Halloween six's mass so high? <laughs> I don't think I had anything to do with that. I don't know why it's so high. It's at number five. Like I'm very, I'm kind of confused. Uh, that's um, confusing. I, I, I on- like the Halloween kills mask. I just think that the bump it down a few. I just think that the, the three from Halloween three is, I think they're just. No, I'm gonna. I just. I'm gonna do some switcheroos here. Ah! Uh, so, Halloween three. The masks from Halloween three are now at number five, uh, below zombies. Halloween one mask and uh, above kills. And Halloween six's mask dropped dropped to number seven above Halloween two. Rob Zombie's Halloween two mask. Okay, sounds good. Whew. All right. Uh, next one is. I think you are all um, under the influence in it. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. I'm like, why is Halloween Six's mask so? I feel like people are going to be mad about the H2O mask, and it's okay. I understand, but I don't like those masks. They're awful. Uh, final girl. Who's our final girl? Allison. I'd say Allison. Allison and Karen. It has to be. Well, yeah, I would say Karen. just. I would probably just say Allison. Well, if they can't be Karen because she dies. Yeah, she does. Uh, which I watched the extended cut. This was the only Halloween movie I had to fucking rent because this was the only Halloween movie that wasn't on a streaming service and everybody be like physical media. Yeah, I know, but I don't own this movie and literally every Halloween movie every every Halloween movie in the uh, that I this entire franchise was on a streaming service one or the other. Um, But I got the I rented the extended cut and at the end of the extended cut, there's a there's two versions of the ending. Uh, you get the original version, which is uh, Michael kills Karen and Lori kind of just talks uh, while it's happening. 
in the extended cut version, it's the original ending, which was supposed to lead to a different version of Halloween Ends, which is Michael kills Karen and Karen's phone rings and it's Lori and Michael picks up the phone and you can hear him breathing and she's and she hears him and she's like, I'm coming for you, Michael, and then drops the phone and walks away with the knife in hand. And that was supposed to lead to Halloween ends, which was supposed to take place right after Halloween kills, which is what should have happened. But I didn't even know that. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot better of a fucking ending because I was even shocked that she died. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So Halloween. Huh? So we'll we'll say Allison is our final girl. Yeah, sure. Why not? I actually think she's pretty badass in this movie. Like she stands up to Michael. She does some some things, but I don't think she's. I don't know. It's not quite Lori Strode. No, well, no, that's that's a that's a that's a lot to. <laughs> there's a lot there. Hey, I, can, right. I can always point out the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, let's see. I mean, better than Sarah from Resurrection. Yes. Better than Jamie from H Five. Yes. Better than Lori from Zombies Halloween Two. Again, I mean, like we said, she you. didn't really do anything. I mean, uh, Tommy and Kara from part six. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Chalice from Halloween three. Mm. Yeah. I think we know the answer to that question. Listen, if she was married to a woman and she was out being a doctor, fucking all the nurses and stuff, then it would be different. It's got nothing to do with her gender. I'm just saying she's just not Tom Atkins. All right. That's fine. She doesn't have the sideburns or the mustache or the mustache poster porn, porn stash. Just womb broom. I'm sorry. So the poster I have right here is kind of similar to the 2018 mask, but it's the other. He's looking in the other direction, and you see like the burnt part of his mask. Yeah, yeah, that's what we see. Um, like that. I don't. I do like in these movies they don't show his eyes. Yeah. Yes, I think that's how it's always. That's how it always should be. I think that's why I yes. don't like the H2O masks because yes. you see his eyes too clearly. You, they always should, like. When Loomis describes Michael Myers in the first movie, he talks about how he has like the blackest eyes, the de- you know, um, like doll's eyes or no, like devil's the devil's, devil's eyes. eyes. Uh, doll's I was gonna, make I was gonna the jaws, the jaws. That's it from Jaws. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine, if, dude? Holy Jaws shit! Could, who was the actor that plays Quint? Robert Shaw. Could you imagine if Robert Shaw was fucking? Oh, famous? it would have been fucking amazing. Dude, he would he would just beat Michael's ass. I think he died. <laughs> I think he died the same year that Halloween came out. Yeah. Damn. But he would have had to been intoxicated to do his Oh, the whole water. fucking time. He better had a flask on his hip as Loomis. I feel like Donald Pleasants probably was a little he probably was he, taking he probably back was. On some, uh, something. He's like, Oh, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm making two dollars an hour. <laughs> they don't call it a vocal lubricant for nothing. It makes you talk. Yeah. Alright, so where are we putting this poster? Well, I think it's better than like all the under th- all the shit like H two O Resurrection Halloween two. It's Michael no Myers? better. I mean, uh, the two thousand whatever my Halloween two. It's no better than this one. It's not as good as the first one of the twenty eighteen. It's not as good as Halloween twenty eighteen. Right, is it better than Rob Zombie's Halloween? Do we put that? We we put that over twenty eighteen or under it? Under it. You said it's not better than twenty eighteen, but is it better than Rob Zombie's Halloween one? I just, I like it so much. The kills? You really do? I, I just, 
It's fine if you do. I'm just asking. I think they're simplistic, but they're cool. I just yeah, like I the fact yeah. that it's just Michael's I, mask. Yeah, I like the simplicity of it, but it's so detailed in they kept the With burns. like the fire and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like in your face. It's like in like the yeah. background. When did we get away from the pumpkin? That was part two. I was right. I think they only did it for the first two. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was it. Oh, it's fucking... just got cut off. Uh, all right. Our final one is ranking this movie. So. Uh, You're going to be higher in this movie than I will. I think, in my opinion, I think it's better. I think I, I would put it below Halloween 2 above Rob Zombie's Halloween. Then that, that's, I can't say anything because you're, you li- you've seen Rob Zombie's Halloween. And I like Well, Halloween is it better 2. than Halloween 2? No. Okay, well, is it better than Halloween Six? Yes. Okay, because that's the only because the only thing above okay, Halloween right. Six okay. is the two Rob Zombie Halloween. That's yeah, that's so fair. Hills yeah. is going to be our new number seven. So now we have one left, one final film in this almost five hour episode between seventeen parts. Because God, this is going to be fun to edit. Uh, we are. We do, we, let's <laughs> release the whole thing on YouTube Shorts. I don't think uh, every movie just, is just yeah. No, no, just the whole thing's cut down to like one minute sections. <laughs> oh sorry. lord, that's a that's lot of dumb. work. Uh, so the final film uh, in the franchise, as of right now, is 2022's Halloween Ends. So Halloween Ends, yes. again directed by David Gordon Green, written by Paul Brad Logan, Chris Bernier. Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. Uh, again, produced by Jason Blum and Blumhouse. Again, returning is Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Andy Matichek as Allison. We have new cast member Rohan Campbell as Corey Cunningham. <laughs> Will Patton as Deputy Frank Hawkins. Kyle Richards is back as Lindsay Wallace. Uh, James Hugh Courtney is back as The Shape with Nick Castle again. And uh, kind of that's the cast of this movie. There's not really a huge uh, cast. You get like characters here and there. You got like Corey's mom and his stepdad and and those shitty fucking band members and stuff like that. All right. So this movie was released on October 14th, 2022. Again, this was another one that was both released in theaters and on Peacock in the same day. It had a $33 million budget, which a $13 million an increase in budget from kills and it made 105.4 million dollars at the box office which is again pretty good for a movie that was released day and day uh theaters and streaming um halloween kills another movie we have we did a fresh cut on this movie when it came out this was a movie that really just departed from what they I feel like they were trying to do with the first two Halloween movies. And from what I read is the fact that we talked about it with the kills ending, the original ending that is in the extended cut is that the third movie was supposed to take place right after kills. Like it was supposed to all happen within the same like two days. And I would like that. Yeah, me too. But instead they moved it. It's like, I don't even know how many years. I can't remember how many years it was. I think it's like four or five years. No, it's like four or five years. Because I think think the beginning of the movie when you meet Corey, which the beginning of this movie is actually really well done. Because it kind of of reminds you of like 
elements of the original movie where Corey comes over. He's babysitting this kid and um, yeah, you know, the, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And then, of course, an accident happens where the kid is being a little shit, but they live in the tallest fucking house uh, in the state. And the kid accidentally gets pushed off the railing and dies from the fall. And it's fucking it's graphic. He gets destroyed. And of course, like everyone blames Corey and everyone calls Corey, you know, a psychopath and stuff like that, even though it was a complete accident. And then it just turns into this weird Christine, the movie, Angela, I just want to fucking point that out. Okay. It feels very much like Christine where Corey is playing the lead character from Christine where Michael Myers is the car and he's getting his powers from Michael Myers. Evil rides tonight. It works there too. This movie just has decisions that are just so head scratchingly just like, what are we doing? Like, yes, in reality, people can fall in love in very short, short amount of time. I get it. It's not unrealistic. But the weird thing is, is like Lore or uh, Allison meets Corey and no joke falls in love with him in like the matter of like a blink of an eye. It's like, oh, I'll do anything for you, Corey. And then like, yeah. you know, he admits to like killing somebody and like she's like, I she's don't care. Yeah, like her character, like I liked Allison in the first two movies and I just could not stand her in this movie. I couldn't stand. I didn't like I liked her less than I liked Corey. Because they just wrote Corey in such a weird way, man. Like, for one, I just don't like the fact that they did this in the finale of this franchise, or at least what they wanted it to be the end of this storyline. You're going to introduce this new character and this weird thing where it's like Michael was like he was full power. He destroyed the entire he he almost wiped out Haddonfield in one night. And so he is all powerful. And then he just disappears. And then he goes to the highest of the fucking drainage ditch. Yeah, and, and, like and he's like drink. this frail little man who has an orgasm when he stabs a guy. Like it's just it's just weird. It's just all weird. Even with hey. this most recent watch, I just no kink shaming. Oh, I mean, listen, it, it was funny. I just I, I was watching my wife and I was like, oh, it's the Michael orgasm. <laughs> it makes me laugh. This There's it's just it's just a bonkers movie, man. It's it's not to be honest. When I rewatched it, I didn't hate myself. I I. I I think I enjoyed it a little bit more rewatching because I knew I was getting into and I knew the decisions that was to be made. But like there was just some weird dialogue choices. The whole band, those band bully guys. I'm like, what is this writing? Who the fuck? Okay, listen, this Corey dude is is, is obviously been through some shit. Yeah. Yeah. But him, him, him as an individual on screen is is not like a, a, a physically minuscule individual. He's not like this little nerdy wimpy guy. Like he's a pretty decent sized dude and he gets picked on by the fucking band dude who are in high school. These are high yeah. school like dudes in the band like at when, and he's like 25 years old. Happening? Because when I was in band, we got picked on. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's it. I think I think it was just the whole thing is like we want to make these kids. We want to make the, the the group that usually was getting bullied one make them the bullies. And it's like that's fucking dumb. That's, that's so dumb. And they're just they're just horribly written characters. Yeah. That's just yeah. they they die in glorious ways. I loved the whole. Uh, I did like the junkyard uh, kills. Yeah. I do like the kills in this movie. I mean, that's yeah, something that this good. movie. That these movies constantly do well 
is the kills like the kill at the doctor's house, you know, pinning the, 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 the woman to the wall and doing the head tilt again. And, um, you know, the throwback, I hate the scene before that. Yeah. Yeah. But like Corey should have died, but that's fine. Yeah. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to steal Michael's mask. I'll lure him out. (laughs) He goes goes in there. Yeah. Like what? He, this man murdered 25 people at the same fucking time. And Corey Cunningham walks into this cave and just wrestles him to the ground and steals his mask. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, come and on, it's, man. And it's filmed when you watch it. It's like two dudes in college fighting. Like, fuckers are wrestling over the TV just remote. Piss, is what it looks yeah, like. just piss poor decisions to end this franchise. You have, you know, Lori, of course, they're trying to make it. So she's like moving on and she's trying Domesticated. to. Domesticated. Yeah, she's trying to you know, better herself. I mean, she definitely is more useful in this movie than she was in kills or she gets that final showdown. But I feel like they just, the thing is, is I don't think Corey was like a terrible character. I think they just wrote him in a terrible way. Like I like the beginning of this movie, but there's so much more you could have done. You could have made it where Corey is, you know, he is viewed as this, just sick person for killing this kid, even though it was clearly an accident. The town is against him and he goes down this dark path that kind of, and then have him discover Michael's mask. I don't have him find Michael. Have him just find the mask. And then he, he, and then he becomes the embodiment of Michael Myers. And then you could have Michael Myers come back. Like he just shows up and like when when he's going like you could have Corey going around killing people in the town and people are like scared that Michael's back. And then Michael actually comes back and then they have their fight. He kills Corey and then Lori finally faces off against Michael for that final time. And then you get the 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 whole how this movie actually ends, which I don't think is terrible. I think they they could have made the fight a little bit more uh, eventful. I think the. It just can't match up to that 2018 fight. Exactly. And th- another thing we talked about that I have an issue with is you may, you take a movie. This is the, like we talked about this and I, we have a fucking episode on this. So if you want to hear us piss and moan about it more, Sarah point opinions on it more, just go listen to that. But you literally made a movie where we're building up to this final showdown between Lori and Michael. And most of the movie isn't about either of those characters. Right. Yeah. It's, it just it's, doesn't make sense. It's very weird. I don't understand I'm, it. I'm not against there being other characters. I'm not against, like they said, Corey being in the movie or her her granddaughter being in the movie. Uh, it, but like you just literally just fucking like, here you go, guys. Just pull you and focus on this part now. Like, fuck Michael, fuck Lori. I mean, they're in it. But for the most part, fuck them and let's focus on this. And like Michael's just like dead and like, eh, like, like literally looks like a druggie strung out on the side of the road. But he's just sitting in like a fucking drainage pipe. Mm. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> there's some... Supposedly getting power from killing people, nukes half the town, but okay, he's just gonna hang out. I here. mean, there's some graphic kills though. Like some of the ones that are I have kill count going. Just yeah. to, uh... just as a refresher, and I'm like, holy yeah, shit. The, the, the kills are the kills are good. I do I do I do think the kills are cool, but it's just everything else is just this movie's a mess, in my opinion. I know there are people who are yeah. are fans of this movie and are advocating this movie. Like there are a lot of people who are like this movie would have been great if it was a standalone movie. And, and to be honest, I agree because it it just doesn't feel like it connects with the other two because yeah. oh, the only reason it it connects with the other two is the characters, you know, yeah. you know, Laurie and Allison and 
the in Hawkins and stuff like that. But I don't and know, man. You talk about that, and you we, we talk about Michael. Like the if you go talk about the first movie to 2018, her goal was all these years was to prepare for Michael's return and to take him out because she thought he was he was after her, and then. All this shit happens, she gets wounded into the hospital, and her fucking daughter gets killed by Michael. Mm-hmm. And through whatever string of events, she's like, you know, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like, it's, it's gone far beyond personal at this point. It's killed your daughter, yeah. taking her from you forever. And you're just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, but it's the end because Michael dies, yeah. and they throw him in a uh, in a grinder, and, yeah. and that's it. That's it. But yes. it even ends at the movie. Evil's never truly dead. Yep. And but that, somebody yeah. else will get it. I mean, I yeah. still like the whole, like, almost like sacrifice style that they do with him because they bring him in. Oh, the whole. Ah, it's fine. Yeah. Good. I do. I do like that. I, okay. No, it doesn't. It's fine if you do. Mesh with the rest of the series. But I like how they take him out mm. for good. Yeah. And no, he isn't going to come back by a stupid pole in the ground and lightning. <laughs> Listen, hey. don't take that shit away from part six. Don't even compare this movie to part six. It's fucking brilliant. And everything after part six is Tommy Jarvis's fault. But anyway... No, I, I I agree with what you're saying. I just didn't like because it just it made like a spectacle of him, and it just it felt really hammy to me. Yeah. After everything else that's happened in that three series, like if the four movies if you count the original, it was almost like a like ritual at this point. Hmm. Like, what if they're all part of the cult of thorns? I just I wish this was a legend thing. I just wish it, Michael was a legend, and Michael just was like. You know, he just disappeared, and then, like I said before, I I have that yeah. idea, and you know, of the fact that just make Corey the embodiment of Michael, and just find his mask. Like he's wandering around, he gets thrown off, he finds the mask inside the that drainage or whatever. But Michael's not there; it's just the mask. Uh, and or maybe he finds yeah. Michael's body. Maybe he finds Michael like he thinks he's dead, and he steals the mask. And then starts wearing it, and then he embodies the evil of Michael and starts killing, and people think it's him. And then Michael wakes up and is like, "Fuck, where did my mask go?" And then is able, and it's like connected to him, of course. So he is able to find Corey and kill him, and then we get the showdown. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's a messy ending. It sounds better, but like assumed identity thing. Yeah, like Friday Friday Thirteenth Part Five, or um, not quite so similar. And then um, what's the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, is something similar to that, I think, too. Yeah. A little bit. They do the so, Illuminati anyway. shit. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I hate when they well, do shit like that, man. I know! Well, let's get to ranking on this final movie. So let's start with The Mask. So, of course, it's the same mask as we've seen before, but it's it's got the burn, but it's also even dirtier and grimier. And, and old. It's like got mold, yeah. it almost looks like. Yeah. It's it's almost like a let's end this like. Imagine what that mask smells like. Mm. Could you imagine what the mask from the second one smells like? It's the same mask. It's this. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just not charred fresh anymore. It's no, 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 no. From the OG. Oh. Halloween two. 
Could you imagine what that smells like? Is it still around? No, I think a lot of those masks are pretty much gone. It it probably isn't knowing what it's made of. Just the fact that how many hours was it worn? I think there are some masks that still have survived, but they had to like preserve them because of the way that the latex would deteriorate after a while. Yeah, like naturally. It probably didn't smell very good. All no. right, so where are we putting this mask? Is it better than the kills mask? No, I don't think so. Is it better than the Halloween Six mask? I don't like it. You don't like this mask? Maybe my animosity towards the series as a whole, but I'm not a fan of it. I just like the weathered look. I, I think the weathering is cool, but the problem is, is like it's not even like damaged old cool. It's just like it's literally just like pathetically falling apart. Well, which I get, but like it just literally looks that way. It looks molded. It looks like garbage. But it still has the burn marks. Yeah, it still does. I'm I'm just not a fan of it. I think I think it just it embodies how I feel about this movie. I think it's just like garbage. So the so. eye sockets aren't even similar. No. All right. Well, is it better than Halloween Five Mask? Probably. Come yeah. Back. I, I come back. Halloween H two O. Why is it blue? No, because it was CG. Part of it. It's is. not better but, than the Halloween H two O. No, it's better oh, than Halloween. 8-2-0. Better than Halloween Four. I say yeah. Better than resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't I don't like those. Better than Rob Zombie's Halloween too. I'm gonna say it's I'll leave that to you guys. Alright, let's put it let's put it below so. H I'm gonna say it's you don't right think it's there. better than Rob Zombie's Halloween too, no, Mask? No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. No. Okay. I, That's fine. I wanna say it's right there. Alright, so we're gonna it's put nice. it it's got that even though I'm not the biggest fan of it, like if you talk about the mask before the piece gets ripped off, it's got like that cool degraded tattered yeah look no i know what you're talking about looks pathetic uh, but i almost feel like even the hair on this one is synthetic like not not looks like not trying to look like real hair it looks plastic but also i think it's the fact that it's because it's so old and tattered and yeah. dirty and shit like that uh okay so it's our new number nine it's below uh rob zombies halloween 2 and above halloween resurrection final girl I'm going to say Lori again. She's definitely, sure. she's the one who ends up, her and Allison are the one who end up killing Michael anyways. Where would we put her on this list? I'm going to, I'm going to start from Tommy and Kara from part six. Cause I think Lori from uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween two and down are kind of, they just, they're deaf. I feel like she's better than that. So Tommy and Kara better than them from Halloween six. I'd say so. Yeah. Better than Allison from Halloween Kills. I just don't like how domesticated they they made her. And I just well, that's just the that was just the way the direction they 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 I put know. her in. Yeah. That's a whole. Oh. That's hard, just because it's Jamie Lee Curtis. I think I she know. does a good job in that final in that final com- confrontation, and of course, like I I do like the scenes where she like confronts Corey like at that at yeah. the uh at the kid's house there the one that he was babysitting for yeah and, and like there's like yeah there's all this stuff there it's like she wants to try to look at what's best for allison and then Corey comes in and then she tries to be competitive and she tries to be understanding and then she's like all right just go do your own thing and then Corey's a piece of shit and she's just kind of like yeah. i don't know 
She literally Whatever goes through think. all the stages of grief. I'm going to say Bird. below Dr. Chalice and above Allison from Kills. That's fine. I, I can... Yeah. It's another poster looks pretty much the same as the other two, just different colors. It's Michael's mask again. The mask doesn't look as good, though, here. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it as much as kills. It's the same thing I've been talking about. Like the 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 twenty eighteen looks good. The kills one looks good, and he just looks like fucking melt mopey, old and sad. He's like, mm. He it's. And I know it's the mask. I just don't. I don't like his it's demeanor. The mask. It's the fact that it the mask can't show emotion. Yeah, but it's 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 how the head's tilted, stuff like yeah. this. It's just it's the demeanor of the shot. It's just how it's portrayed to me. He just looks pathetic. The lips keep moving lower and lower toward the chin. Yeah, he All just right. looks pathetic. I know it's supposed to show him like he's aged or whatever. I guess that's kind of the thing, but whatever. I just this one just looks like you would get some kind of disease from putting it on. Yeah, I agree. And right. you can see the eyes a little bit in the shot, too. Yeah, you can actually see, like... You can under... actually see his eyes. Not necessarily the eyes, but underneath. Yeah, like the skin, which you can't normally see in the other ones. Which you can actually yeah, see. Yeah, pull it up, dude, seriously. No, you can actually see that in 4 and four and 5. Yeah, you think you can in 4 and 5, too. And I was like, why are you seeing that? You're not supposed to see that. But yeah, like if you... I don't know. It's, it's trying to make it makes me seem like I'm supposed to feel bad for the guy. Like I don't feel bad for you. Fuck you, dude. All right. Well, I feel like we're really diving into this poster. Uh, yeah, what? Right. Where should we rank it? Is it better than Halloween Six? Pull the posters. Probably yes. I'm sure. Well, I don't have one that has Halloween Six. Is just yeah. Sure. Better than H two O. I'm not a fan of the posters mm-hmm. that were uh, of that era with this all the little actors on the H2O and Resurrection. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, okay. Is it better than Resurrection's poster? I say no, but all right. Well, now uh, it's going to be. Is it better than H2O's? Mm-hmm. The actors just standing there, or the actors in the knife? But see, I'm the I'm the biggest fan of the 90s posters but that's fine if you like it then say you like it i just don't like the poster i don't care where you guys put it like I right. stayed we're gonna put ends at them. number 12 so it's I gonna be know. right the only one that's above is halloween six it's fine okay and our final one is the movie itself is it better than halloween five i'm gonna say yes okay the thing, the thing that I rate this movie is how much it pissed me off when I watched it. And while those movies were boring, this movie made me so fucking mad watching it. But keep going. So Mostly you, you the say, Man Man Burst. Did you yeah. did you say it was better than Halloween Five? I like the opening at least. I could say that. Yeah. Is it better than Resurrection? Oh fuck! Resurrection sucks, dude. But at least it was entertaining to watch. That was so dumb too. Fuck. I find. Resurrection entertaining just for nostalgia purposes. So I would say no. So it's not better than Resurrection? But that's a... a still All right, well, a it's up to Dan. I don't think so. Like, I'd, I'd rather watch Resurrection than I would watch right. Halloween Kid. Then there it is. I am one of those... I would I, seriously never watch this movie again. Like, I was right. gladly one have done that. I years. grew up on MST3K, like... I know, I Hardcore. I was there with you. Like with you. All right, let's go through our rankings before we That's end good. the show. 
So we're going to start with our posters. So starting all the way at the bottom as what we consider the worst poster, theatrical poster of these, of every movie. At number 13, we have Halloween 6. Uh, At number 12, we have Halloween Ends. At number 11, we have Halloween H2O. At number 10, we have Resurrection. At number 9, we have Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. At number 8, we have Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. At number 7... We have Halloween 4. At number 6, we have Rob Zombie's Halloween 1. At number 5, we have Halloween Kills. At number 4, we have Halloween 2018. At number 3, we have Halloween 5, which is the only time this movie is ever going to be at a top 3 of anything. At number 2, we have Halloween, the original Halloween 2 from 1981. And at number 1, we have the OG 78. Just don't hate us too much. Our next list is final girl where did why do i only have oh no i do have 13 uh for final (laughs) girl sorry i was on a different page uh at the bottom is sarah from resurrection at number 12 is jamie from part five at number 11 is Lori from rob zombies halloween 2 at number 10 is tommy and Kara from uh, part six number nine is allison from kills and number eight is Lori from Ends. Number seven is Dr. Chalice from Halloween 3. At number six is Lori from the original Halloween 2. And number five is Lori from Rob Zombie's Halloween 1. And number four is Rachel and Jamie from Halloween 4. And number three is Lori from the original. And number two is the Strode Trio from Halloween 2018. And at number one is Lori from H2O. Now on to masks, which I feel like people are going to hate us for. But you know what? These are our rankings. These are our opinions. Don't hurt us too much. And number at at the bottom of the list is Halloween five. And it's a great place to be And number 12. And I feel this is the one that people will disagree with us on because I feel people have nostalgia for these for the masks in H2O. But at number 12 is the mask from H2O. And number 11 uh, is the mask from uh, Halloween 4. And number 10 is the Resurrection Mask. And number 9 is Halloween Ends. And number 8 is the masks or the many stages of the mask from Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And number 7 is the mask from Halloween 6. And number 6 is the mask from Kills. At number 5 are the masks from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And number 4 is Rob Zombie's Halloween 1. Because it's pretty pretty similar to the original Halloween mask. Just had to be a lot bigger because Taylor Mayne's a fucking giant. Uh, And number three is the mask from Halloween 2018. And number two is the mask from the original Halloween 2. And of course, at number one is the OG mask from 1978. Now on to the ranking I feel people will care about the most. And that is the ranking of every movie in the franchise. Of course, the only one we didn't talk about, like we didn't rank was the producer's cut of Halloween six. We kind of, like I said, we put them all together at the very bottom. And number 13 is Halloween five. The return. Is it this? Was it this? This was the revenge of Michael revenge, Myers, right? Yes. Yep. And number 12 is Halloween ends. And number 11 is Halloween resurrection. And number 10 is Halloween six. The curse of Michael Myers. And number nine in is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And number 8 is Rob Zombie's Halloween. And number 7 is Halloween Kills. 
And number six is the original Halloween 2. And number five is Halloween 4. The return, or which one is, yeah, this is the return, the return of Michael Myers. And number four is Halloween H2O. And number three is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And number two is Halloween 2018. And of course, at number one is Halloween 1978. And that is it. We are finally done. Five hours later, many episodes later, we are finally done going through this entire franchise, ranking them, talking about them just in, well, (laughs) we talked about some in in pretty, in a lot more detail than than others. And uh, yeah, so you're going to be getting, you know, when you're listening to this part, this is probably the second part of the episode because this is going to be a very long one. So you guys are going to get two episodes this week. You got the one that came out on Halloween, which will be, which was probably Halloween through Halloween six, probably. And then we'll do seven through the end of the franchise for the Friday episode. So I hope you guys enjoy this massive, massive, massive episode that I hope never happens again because these suck to edit. Listen, that was your idea. It sure was. It sure was. We are going to be doing ranking episodes again. I think next year we're going to be looking at uh, the uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series as uh, the original is celebrating 40 years uh, next year. So it'll be a good franchise to step into and, and talk about. And I think there's less uh, less films in that franchise, so it won't be as long. This was the longest franchise that we've talked about because it actually has two more movies than the Friday the 13th series. So... Yeah. Very long, a lot to talk about with these movies, and I uh, hope you guys all enjoy this mega episode. Next week, we are going to be joined by the wonderful Boomer and Gabby from Podcast in the Woods to talk about the very first found footage film we've ever covered on this podcast. We've never hmm. covered a found footage movie, but we had we had them on before to talk about Predator, which was a Boomer choice. So we've told them that Gabby got the choice for the next guest appearance, and she chose one of her favorites, Hell House LLC. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. She's the one who actually showed me this movie for the first time. So I'm very excited to revisit it and to talk about it with them, and uh, I'm very excited to see and hear what you guys think of the movie. What do you guys, are you guys like, what do you guys, when it comes to found footage, are you guys like, do you like them? Do you not like them? Are you kind of in the middle? I'm fine as long as it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it, but I'm I'm more excited because Gabby's back and mm. and she's my, my stepping stone. It's going to be nice to have her be here and have a movie she actually likes. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Because I'm pretty sure every time we've had her on, it's been one she's been adamantly Or against. we've been on their stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I have to re-listen to the Predator episode, but I don't think she hated. I just might have hated it. I don't remember. It's it's been a long I time. She, I think but, she was mainly indifferent about that. Yeah, but, but like she didn't like hate it, but it was not like uh, dead alive. Dead yeah, alive, dead man. alive. Like, oh. When we when we decide to cover that movie, we got to make sure uh, we're not going to put her through that torture again. We'll put we'll we'll make sure to get someone else for that one. <laughs> listen, I need all the female help I can get. I know we're just we're just bullies, Angela. It's really fine. It's fine. But I am exhausted. This has been yeah, a nice long, long, long episode, and I'm just closing my eyes, dreaming of hopefully some editing fairy will f- edit this for me. 
and I'll wake up and it'll be all done. But no, this is this is fun. This has been a blast. Uh, we have it's the end of October, it's the end of Spooktober, but it's not the end of us talking about horror movies because we got a lot of fun movies to talk about in November. And of course, in December, we're going to be talking about uh, our again, we're going to be doing our holiday season favorites, Christmas season favorites, and we're probably going to have some great movies. I don't know what we're talking about yet. We haven't really talked about the movies, but it's going to be a great we'll time. And then 2024, I'm going to talk about it right now. 2024, we are going to be looking to be doing some changes. The show is going to do some, there's going to be some tweaking here and there. The show is going to, we're going to be going at it in a different way. And uh, I'm very excited for the rest of this year. 2023 has been a lot of fun for the show and to do these episodes have been a blast. We got a lot of good stuff coming for you guys and uh, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun. So I'm having a blast. Make sure to follow us on all the social medias at dissect that film. Make sure to, you know, search. Of course, if you're listening to us right now, you've already found us on a podcast app, but make sure to rate and review us. If you can, if you listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, good pods, leave us a five-star rating, leave us a rating, whatever you think we deserve. Leave us, you know, tell us why, tell us why you love the show. You know, give us some notes, tell us, you know, what we could do, you know, give us some suggestions. You can also email us at dissectthatfilm at gmail.com and, and leave us movie suggestions because, uh, like I said, 2024, we're going to be looking to cover some different movies, kind of going into the, you know, kind of looking into movies maybe that don't get enough love and kind of staying away from, like, those mainstream movies to try to, I don't know, uh, broaden our audience. You know, a lot of things that we're going to be working on. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So. Um, you can follow Dan and Angela and all their links down below mine as well. All my personal links are going to be down below. Uh, what this ranking, our official dissect that film Halloween ranking will be on dice, the dissect that film letterbox. So if you want to know, if you want to go and look at our ratings, I also have our, uh, Friday the 13th ranking over there for our films. And also, if you just want to follow Dissect That Film over on Letterboxd and see what my shitty reviews are on movies, because I'm the one who runs the page. So if you want to read my terrible reviews on movies, just go over there. It's a lot of fun. And yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. This was fun. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Well, actually, when you're listening to this, Halloween's over. But uh, I hope you had a wonderful Halloween. And thank you for supporting the show. And uh, until next time. I'm Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect That Film Podcast Halloween Special. We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye.